Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Um, weather's getting warmer, so I figured we switch it up and do some soccer interviews. Uh, today, I have a junior uh, defender from Middletown South, Megan Carragher. Megan, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Um, weather's getting warmer. Um, I'm sure uh, club soccer has started. How's it feel to be back on the field? It feels so great. My season just started at PDA, and we're just getting at it. Now, you're at PDA North, right? Yes. Okay. We're good. We'll talk a little bit. We'll talk about like your club teams in a little bit. Um, first, I want to ask now, you know, you're, you're at Middletown High School, Middletown South, and we all know all the issues that happened with COVID during the soccer season, but I want to rewind to last year. How did you find that adjustment, you know, when you, you were in school one day and then the next day, you know, your virtual learning? I mean, it was difficult. Like we first originally thought that we were going to be out for two weeks and like we'd be back. Like no one could have ever predicted like we'd be out for this long. It's been a year already. I think like public schools, especially like the teachers had a difficult time transitioning um, versus like the private schools. I feel like they had it a lot easier. I don't know, like we kind of, everyone just did their best. It was new. Like no one knew like what it was, what it was going to be like. So. Yeah, I found it odd that, you know, when I started doing these player interviews was right when, you know, COVID and everything was shutting down that every school district was different. There was no unity, you know, and I, you know, I understand the privates are going to be different because they don't really report to anybody in the state, but you would think the state would have came down with some like uniform plan for, um, for all the public schools, but every school was different. Now, Middletown, were you, um, were you, did you have to go like on Google meets and zoom at certain times or did they just give you assignments and say, go with it? Yeah, we they introduced Google Meets to us, but they weren't mandatory. So basically, okay. you had to they posted either like a question of the day, which marked your attendance, and then that was it, or they put an assignment on, and you had to finish it by uh, twelve a.m. Okay, um, as is pluses and you know negatives, positives and negatives. You know, it gives you good uh, understanding of time manager for when you get to college. You know, after you know after next year, so um, a lot yeah. of players you know that they sort of both ways but you know to me it's good learning experience especially you know throwing you know kids your age such a curveball you know that nobody ever expected and you know and all you know all of you handle it you know great um how did you you know at first with the train you know because you know nobody was allowed to be near anyone how did you you know Soccer is a little tougher. I mean, you do dribbling drills and stuff, but how did you stay like in shape and, you know, working on your skills, you know, when, like when you weren't supposed to be working with anybody, mm -hmm. and, you know, isolated? Yeah. So in the springtime, obviously I was supposed to have like my PDA season kickoff, but then COVID happened. So we all got shut down, but my um, club coach really made it a priority to keep us all fit. Like he gave us like workouts to do like on our own and stuff. And like, I think during quarantine, everyone just wanted to stay active. Like we had nothing yeah. to do. So I really made that a priority. There was like a local park by me. I like took a ball. I did ball work. I did shooting. I just tried to like stay active every day. Yeah. That, that's also one advantage with soccer is, you know, you could just find a field and, you know, work on your touches where, you know, I know certain towns were taking down basketball hoops. So kids mm -hmm. wouldn't go to parks. So, you know, yeah. if you didn't have a hoop at home, you know, it was tough. Um, how old were you when you first started playing soccer? I was four uh, when I started rec. Rec and did, uh, Middletown is that where you started? St. Mary's. St. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, did you play any other sports when you were younger? 
I tried every sport <laughs> out there just to try and see like what I liked. Mm-hmm. I, but I never was like a multi sport kind of kid. Mm-hmm. I kind of just like picked the one I liked the best and I stuck with it. And that was soccer. Uh, what made you, you know, fall in love with soccer that that was your, your sport? I honestly was just like a goal scorer <laughs> when I was little. So I think like, I just like loved like being on the field and like making an impact. And now, now do you play uh, up front for PDA or do you play defender like you do for Middletown? Mostly defense. Okay. Um, right now, um, my coach is playing me anywhere in the midfield, like attacking mm-hmm. mid and defensive mid. Cause like you kind of do both. So yeah. You know, we'll talk, you know, when we get into, you know, this past season, you know, you definitely proved that, you know, you could put the ball on the net, you know, even from the back, which is, you know, good. Um, oh, what, uh, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, do you have any siblings? Yes, I have two older brothers. They're actually twins. Yeah, they're oh, out in Cali. California. Did they, did they play soccer growing up or? No, they weren't really like big sport kids, but they both ran. They they were really good at running. Um, you said they're both out in Cali. Yeah, they go to USC, Southern California. Okay, very very nice, very nice, uh, nice nice weather out there. Right. I went to California once, San Francisco, and uh, it was nice, but you know it was raining all the time for some reason. Yeah, yeah, LA, I, LA is very different. You should yeah. <laughs> Um, I like to ask, you know, players is what, what have you, you know, your parents and your family have meant to you, you know, because, you know, I know PDA is, you know, very time consuming, you know, it, it costs money, you know, you're driving all over, you're traveling all over the country with PDA. What have your parents meant to you as far as your development in soccer? Like so much, like they've been there, like through it all. I've said that I've tried every sport. They've always been by my side, like whatever I wanted to do, they were, they were there. Like my dad really wanted me to like, go above and beyond and try out for PDA. Um, and I did, and he supported me every w- which way through it. And, and my mom and my dad, like originally, like no one by me joined PDA. So they had to drive me and like take time off of work. They just want, wanted to be there for me, like any step of the way. That's great. Um, my niece just tried out for PDA Shore two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, she ended up making it. So we'll see. Oh, that's really kidding. Yeah, she, uh, a- Abby uh, trained her a little bit during the summer. So Abby Darty? Yeah, yeah. So she, she loves, that's why I brought her to uh, the second free hole game, your home game. And, oh. Uh, free hold. And uh, I was shocked because, you know, she does the training, you know, that they do the Friday, you know, training for like anybody you could sign up. And uh, there was, the players were doing certain moves and she was telling me what the moves are. I was like, oh, so you really do, pay, I mean, you do pay attention when you're at these trains. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, her mind seems to wander, you know, typical eight, nine-year-old wanders away. So yeah. I was impressed. But um, yeah. Um, yeah, she loves, she loves going to uh, watch the high school girls play and, you know, she can't wait to uh, be there she got confused that you could play high school and club soccer she <laughs> because yeah. she asked one player what her number was and she had two different numbers and she was like she was so confused <laughs> so i said when you get older that's gonna be you you're gonna be playing on two different teams yeah. um growing up who uh, was a role model or somebody that you looked up to could be celebrity could be family yeah other than really my parents um i would say like christy rampone a lot of people like say like Alex Morgan and like forwards like that, but obviously Chris Rampone was like such like a huge defender on like the U.S. national team. Um, I went to like all of her camps. Like I met her. She's local, so definitely Chris Rampone. 
when I got my coach's license for soccer, that was I had to I watched her play at, at Monmouth. Um, that that oh, was yeah. my that was that was my that was my class because uh, the Monmouth coach at the time he he was uh, the one doing the class, and I guess they scheduled it when he had a game, and so that was the Uh-oh. that was the the thing. We just went there. And we had I don't even remember what we had to do. Like answer like two questions after it. I, I don't I don't even know. I was young. I was fifteen when I got my coach's license, so it was uh, it was a long time ago. Uh-huh. Um, so you stated you started playing soccer at four. Do you remember who your first coach was? Uh, not my rec coach, but um, when I joined Middletown, when I was like seven or eight, when the team started, it was Jess Scavini and Mike Mascone. Okay. Um, how long were you uh, on the Middletown team? About four years. And then it's the, um, the year rule came into play where you can only play with the year you were born. Oh, yeah. When I was on Middletown, I could play with like I played with Katie Coyle, actually. She's an 03, yeah. I'm an 04. But then when that happened, like, Middletown kind of just, like, ended, kind of. Like, it kind of just broke down and everyone on the team left. I remember when, um, you know, back, you know, when I coached, it was always, like, U10, and now it's always, they're going by the year, you know, your birth year. And it, like, it, when I, you know, first got back, you know, into sports a couple of years ago, you know, high school sports and everything, it confused me. I was like, 12, I go, you 12? I, was like, I know. 12? I was like, what? I go, <laughs> so, um, all right. It's good to know when, when they, you know, kind of did the switch where they went for the year because uh, mm-hmm. basketball is kind of similar. They go by the, the year now and not, you know, your age. Um, when did you make the move to uh, PDA? when um the rule changed so i think that was 2015 okay yeah it was 2015 um who's who who's your pda coach nick smith okay um who are some of your your teammates on the your pda team um i can probably name a couple like leah clerman scotch plains um nikki dicaprio woodcliffe lake <laughs> um i maybe you know like cammy silvestro she plays um with like riley tiernan Okay. Um, on that team, but yeah. Um, it's just weird, you know, you know, back when, you know, me growing up, you know, you played with your town and that, that was pretty, and you know, you would guest play like on the local, like the town's right next to you and stuff. And now, you know, with club, all these club teams, you, you know, you're meeting friends and uh, it has oh. to be fun when, you know, you're traveling and, you know, staying in the hotels and all that, you know, bonding, especially, you know, kids that, you know, you didn't really grow up with, but, you know, you, you just know in passing for soccer and now they're on your team. That has to be pretty exciting. Yeah. It's, just, it's like just more friends kind of like, your your life is kind of like your life is kind of like separated like I have my like town friends and then my like my soccer friends and they kind of just like I feel like they're two different worlds like linking up when they meet but it's cool um going into high school you know you're going in as a freshman what were some goals you set for yourself that you wanted to accomplish over four years I definitely just wanted to make an impact on the team. Um, I didn't know what to expect when I was in middle school I didn't even think I would be able to play high school because I was in the DA league. So like they wouldn't let us um, play on high school. But then in eighth grade, I realized that I would be able to. And I remember that's when coach Barry actually worked at Thompson and I like saw her in the hallway and I was like, I'm able to play like next year. And she was like so excited. And I, so basically I just wanted to make, make an impact, just try my best. I didn't know like what tryouts were going to be like. I didn't know if I was going to make varsity. So just taking it step by step. Yeah, for people, I get, I get asked this when I do soccer interviews and basketball people, you know, are, are listen to it. DA's Development Academy, and you weren't allowed to play 
on your school team, you know, if you, if you chose, and then they finally, uh, you know, allowed to switch, you know, they, they allowed it. And, um, you know, when I talked to, when I interviewed, uh, you know, Laskowskis from St. Rose uh, last year, you know, I asked her, you know, how tough was it? Cause I know she was very happy to be able to, you know, go back, you know, and play with, you know, you're playing with the kids you grew up with. So that had to be a good feeling when you, you found out you were going to be able to play with, your, you know, the kids you grew up with. Yeah. PDA, obviously a club team is always like more competitive. It's very like stressful sometimes. And like high school is kind of just like a fun thing to be a part of like your, your hometown friends and your family come to watch you. Like they kind of just see like the way you play and I, you never got to experience that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's nothing like, you know, your hometown, you know, cheering you on, you know, big, big, big game. Um, I'll ask this. I like asking this, you know, I asked this to the Tom's river kids don't you know Middletown is so strong with soccer you know especially between south and north don't you think it stinks that you know the teams are basically divided up and uh you know because because if you if he, if there was one team you know I think Middletown you know be almost unstoppable every year right yeah yeah I mean <laughs> obviously like you grow up like with the separation and like the rivalry which is always so fun um but definitely if they ever had like a league where we linked up I feel like we would be unstoppable yeah, you know, same Tom's River, you know, Brick's always strong in soccer and, you know, they, they've always been divided. Uh, recently, Jack, you know, Jackson Liberty hasn't been around that long, but, you know, they're divided. I just like, I just like asking that to kids that have, you know, multiple high schools in the same district. Um, freshman year, I like to ask this question, who were some or upperclassmen that helped you if you had any, you know, issues or, you know, questions about mm -hmm. certain things? I was the only freshman um, to make varsity like full time. So I was really like by myself and like people like um, Haley Nicholas and Philomena De Gregorio, they really like, they're all, they have very big personalities and outgoing personalities. They really like brought me in and make me feel, feel like a part of the team, which is like a great way to like make the team like more connected and have more chemistry. And I know, you know, it could, be, it's nerve wracking as a freshman, you know you know, playing in high school, but, you know, it had to be a little more, you know, you being the only freshman, you know, on the varsity team, right? Yeah, um, I remember, like, um, going to tryouts and thinking, like, what if I do make, like, make a varsity, like, am I supposed to go to the pasta parties? Like, who am I going to sit with? Like, <laughs> I was like, maybe, like, I, um, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, so it was a little nerve wracking, but it worked out well. Pasta parties, that's a touchy subject in Middletown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> um you know it's funny i interviewed somebody after that happened in the in the fall and uh, mm -hmm. uh i think it was abby naj at rbc and she, she uh -huh. brought up she brought up pasta party like just you know she was just bringing it up and and i said the same thing oh that's a touchy subject in the town over there but <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so um moving to so your freshman year the team had like a so-so year like right weren't they around 500 yeah um yeah they I feel like like a lot of pressure on us and there was a big target on our backs coming from a state championship the year before um and then there was a lot of pressure for us as a team just to win and keep winning because like they made it so far yeah. and obviously like that did not happen um so yeah so that was a huge jump because, you know, we'll fast forward to your sophomore year. Um, you know, you, you go from 500 to 22 and two and, you know, your two losses, you know, RBC and Ram 
Ramapo, right? I mean, those are the two state powerhouses, you know, they're always up there. So that's a pretty significant jump. You know, that's a little bit, see, I didn't check the year before you were there. So, but that's a roller coaster right there, you know, state, yeah. you know, state, and then you have 500 and then you have, you know, the team, you know, dominant team your sophomore year. So how did it feel to be a part of something like that, you know, like, and being a part of such an improvement record rise? It was very exciting. We had, obviously I'd said that my freshman year, we had a target on our backs and then mm -hmm. coming from my freshman year, which we didn't do as well. Like the target was off our backs. So I don't think anybody really expect anything from us. I think the difference between freshman year and sophomore year though, was definitely our team chemistry and like our team mm -hmm. dynamics. I feel like we just like worked so much better together in the girls we brought up uh, who were freshmen at the time, we, we brought them in and we made sure we, they felt comfortable. Um, I feel like that really like impacted us in that play, but honestly, that, that just like went towards our success. What were some goals you set for yourself personally your sophomore year? Um, well, freshman year, like Coach Barry and Coach Smith put a lot of like um, trust in me because I like, was a starting center back next to Philomena. I was just only a freshman. Um, this was going to be my last year playing next to Philomena because she, she was a senior. Yeah. So I really wanted to like, I don't know, just be like a solid back line, just like let nothing through, like trying to be like more solid than the year before. Um, obviously like our goals were to like win the division, win the state, make it, make it to groups. And obviously that's what we did. Now she, you know, I, you know, she was one of the best defenders in the, in the state her senior year. What, what is something she was able to teach you, you know, that you were able to carry on? She, I said when I was a freshman, she um, made me feel so welcome, and she is such a bubbly personality, big personality that we like still miss to this day. Um, she really taught me like how to be a leader in the back line, um, especially like this year, like being a junior captain and like her leaving and like me having the back line to like coach the way she did. I feel like I really like learned from her leadership. That's great. And, um, you know, your her senior year, your, your sophomore year, you know, that was, uh, you know, probably the, you know, the best back line, you know, in the shore, you know, it was, it was a solid. Now, unfortunately I got to see the RBC short conference game, you know, cause I really didn't, um, your sophomore year, I really didn't branch out. Like I did this past season, seeing a lot of teams, but, um, yeah, you know, you know, RBC struggled, you know, the, the, you know, finally, you know, put it in the net against that back line, you know, get anything moving. There's a couple games I want to talk about your sophomore year, you know, first, um, the two RBC games, you know, both were very tight, right? Was the first one an overtime? You guys won an overtime? It was an overtime win. Yeah. So, um, just talk, what do, what do you think, um, during that game, um, was able that you, you were able to pull it out in overtime? We studied them a lot before the game. We kind of um, knew where their strengths and weaknesses were. I feel like we did really well, like through the whole reg regulation. Um, we just like, it was kind of like back and forth. It was kind of even like we, I feel like we had more heart. Like that's kind of it. Like when we went into overtime, we knew we had to end it fast. It, I think it was like just two minutes in Lara Brennan just scored the winning goal and it felt so great. Um, and then the short conference semis, that was two nothing, right? Yeah, two nothing. Two nothing. You know, it was a hard fought game. Um, that game. I to me, your team didn't really didn't get a lot of opportunities on the offensive lane. That you know, RBC was just you know, you could tell they were pissed that they lost that first game. Yeah, 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 definitely. I feel like they thought they were going in to win it because I think they were coming off a good season so far, but we were also undefeated. Um, 
but we showed up and <laughs> it didn't go our way. It was fine, but. Um, you played Wall before that game, right? Was Wall or, right? No, it was, after, it was after because Wall was, I think. States? Was Wall State? It was States, yeah. Okay. Um, talk that game because I was going to go to that game, but I think um, they changed the time. It started early because I ended up going to freehold and somebody mm-hmm. sent me that wall was leading at the time. And I was like, uh, I was like, oh, I thought the game started at like at four. And it was like only three o'clock. Just talk because that was a, a back and forth game, right? That that wall game. And yeah. And yeah. I, um, go ahead. I was going to say wall because I saw wall at the beginning of the year and they were a completely different team at the end of the year. Like they were playing at a very high level. So you caught wall, you know, they were playing some of their best soccer. So just, just go, th- go through that game for me. Cause I wasn't there. And, yeah, obviously I, the time did change. I don't know if it was because of the weather, but I know it was raining really hard. So like, yeah, I think was that's really why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything was off. Like the turf was just like oh, so okay. bouncy. So like skippy, um, they were really intense. They were really physical. Um, it was a great game. Honestly, it was like a ping pong match. It was like back and forth. Like obviously they scored four first. We only had like one loss at the time, but we knew this was States. It was like, either you win it or you lose. Um, honestly, like to end it, like Andrew Shecky and just scored the winning goal. And it was just like the best feeling ever knowing that like we could just lock down the back line and we were in the lead and then ended off winning. Those games are always fun, but especially, you know, when you're on the right side come, you know, postseason, you know, it's, it's just so, so much emotion. Um, talk to, you know, you, you girls won North Jersey. It's group three, right? Group three um, right. against Cranford, which Cranford's, you know, they've been a powerhouse since I was in high school. And ironic, I think Middletown North defeated Cranford the year before to win the, 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 the sectional. So how did it feel, you know, um, you know, after, you know, you're bouncing back from a 500 season to, you know, winning, winning the sectional? Well, actually, like before the Cranford game, I talked about Leah Clerman. She's on Scotch Plains. They played Cranford. So I got like insight from her. <laughs> I was like asking like about like the players and stuff. And she was telling me about them. Like this one girl had like a huge throw. I know like can make it into the box. Like oh. that's something I like we had to watch out for. Yep. Um, but it was just like such a great game. It was like hard fought. We knew that they would bring it. And, but like, we were very confident. We only had one loss at the time. Yeah. It would be on our, our home turf because we were like the top seed like left. Um, and I, I don't know, it just, I feel like the emotion and we had like all of our, all of our friends and families on the sideline cheering for us. Like the whole school like was there basically. It was just very exciting. Yeah, but that's why I say nothing beats high school sports, uh, soccer, basketball. You know, I don't follow football anymore, but football. Um, the next game was Ramapo, um, but you, I know you, you girls lost, but you know you didn't make it easy for them, and you know they were one of the top t- teams in states. That was that up in Ramapo. That was at Ramapo. Was that changed? Because I remember they did like there was a snowstorm coming, and they changed locations of all the games and stuff. Yeah, um, we were the number one seed, so it was supposed to be at our home turf, and then uh, because which is on and off, and then when they said it was going to be there, we like really fought, fought hard to like get it at a neutral site at least, but uh, it did obviously didn't go our way, so that was kind of in our heads, like knowing that there they would have their fans, like their home turf, like have that step above us, but. I don't know. We showed up. It was a freezing game. Yep. It was it was definitely like a wall game. It was like back and forth. I think that was like the best team we played like all season. They they had like some great midfielders. Like I know like Mary Cochran. Like she's on my PDA team. She played there. 
she was she made she scored the first goal but I feel like we really we really like fought to the end it was kind of back and forth but at the end it didn't go our way but I'm, I'm glad we got to win the division I meant win the division and states yeah I mean it, it was a great season and you know talking to everybody you know about that ramp game you know you girls left everything on the field you know you, so um, that's all you could ask for um jumping to this year did you think this season was going to happen with COVID and everything I had no idea. I had no idea what to expect. We usually start um, captain's practices in June, and obviously we couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. And the preseason even got pushed back to September when we were supposed to be starting our season. Yep. I We got told that our season was going to be cut down, so we just went into it every practice, every game, as if it was going to be our last. And yeah. I feel like we really brought it um, as much as we could. Yeah, you know, everybody, you know, Middletown that, you know, both you and North, you know, had a rough end into the season, but um, that was a good outlet, you know, like, every, you know, and nobody knew because, you know, such crazy times, especially, you know, uh, you know, start of school year, nobody knew what was going on. Did you find it difficult, you know, you know, they, they rolled out those phases in the preseason and then they told, you know, school starts, they say, all right, you got to shut down for two weeks before you can get back at it. Was that tough? You, you know, did you find that tough, you know, you're practicing for, you know, how many weeks and then, you know, you got to stop for two weeks and then you got to get right back into it. And, you know, you got games later that week. I honestly felt bad for the freshmen coming because they didn't get to experience captain's practices and like, mm -hmm color wars which is what, like a fun thing that we do in like regular preseason like I just the whole time I was like I know some freshman girls and I was just like you have no idea like please come back like I, I know that might not be fun with all like the mess and the whatever but it just I just felt bad but we made the best of it and yeah what was you know I know in basketball I see it a lot you know from sophomore to junior year I see you know the biggest jumps in the improvement what was something you wanted to improve on from your sophomore year to junior year before the season, um, our coaches like bring us all in and they're like, what do you want to achieve next year? Mm -hmm. And basically it's the same thing. You want to, you always want to achieve, achieve the best, like win the division, win the States, win the groups. But this year was different because we didn't know what we were going to get. So obviously I wanted to go in and make, make it the best that we could, because obviously we lost a lot of players. I think we had like six or seven seniors. We lost our goalkeeper and like, midfield and attacking and part of our defense um you lead honestly, a score too right you lead a score graduated yeah emma laudisi she yeah. graduated so obviously I, we didn't know how the team was going to look and for the beginning of covid like we couldn't even do contact yeah so when we, when we were able to start the game like we were kind of like behind on chemistry mm -hmm. um but i really think that like the team dynamic like obviously not playing but like off the fields we, it really like put into play trying to make up for lost time. Yeah. Yeah. People don't, you know, cause you know, all players can work on their touches and stuff, but you know, the chemistry is, you know, the, the you know, the best teams have the best chemistry. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, there's another question. Oh, so, so one, one coach said, you know, when you had that two weeks off before the seat, you know, he said, he goes that first day, he was like, we're going to play games. We're going to you know, scrimmage against each other because I'm tired of seeing them doing touch drills and cardio, and I'm sure they're tired of me yelling at them. Yeah. Um, it was one of the preseason interviews I did with one of the coaches. So, um, so the players were, weren't the only ones that were uh, hurting on, you know, just doing the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. 
Um, I want to talk uh, two games, you know, the free hole games. I was at both. The first one, um, you girls battled back. You end up getting the equalizer with what, three minutes? I think three minutes left in regulation. Yeah, it was like five, five yeah. minutes left. Yeah. And then you put in the game winner, you know, a couple minutes into overtime. How did it feel, you know, because Friel to me was one of the best teams in the shore. How did it feel, you know, coming back and, you know, at their home field, you know, not giving up, putting in the equal, you know, you personally putting the equalizer in and then the game winner. Friel mm-hmm. is always like, very competitive, especially with us. Um, it's actually funny because our assistant coach Smith, uh, Coach Smith, he went to Freehold Township and coached at Freehold Township before going to South. And he said, ever since he came to South, he has never won a game on Freehold's, Freehold's turf. Oh. Because the year before we lost too. So obviously we wanted to win for him and obviously wanted to like stay undefeated. <laughs> um, but just like getting that, because we originally scored first, Jen Schuster yeah. scored, and apparently there was um, some an interference with the goalie, like during that goal. I, so they, I don't know if you saw, I had the, I had a good video shot. Yeah, that. I remember yeah. I watched that. Because I even I que- I questioned it, but um, everyone said it was a good call. Like like people outside the shore, like like soccer people, it was like it was a good call. So I was like, all right, you know, people I trust. I don't know. Like, I, don't know. I don't know. If I'm <laughs> I know you're in, you're but... you're on the you're on the opposing side. You thought it was a call. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously that set us back. But we scored like early in the game. Like Jen put that in yeah. early. So we were very confident. But then yeah. they ended up scoring. So we were down the whole game. They they put up a good fight, but I feel like we did too. We just didn't get a lot of options. And then it, like time was ticking and like we got that foul. And I feel like at, we had so much momentum that like it really took us like to the end. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, both, both free hole games, I thought the first half – they, they outplayed you and then the second like second half you know both games I thought it wasn't even really you know I know the second game you guys didn't win but the second half both games I felt like your team was you know dominant you like dominating the control and the pace pace of the play um which you know it's impressive it's just you know you know free a tough team you know they're just you know loaded with talent you know up and down um talk talk that second game you know you scored did they didn't score in overtime right the second game was that was it was it, it was like the same type of game as the first one except okay. like 24 seconds left though in the first overtime yeah mm. that's yeah, yeah that was tough just so you know it just seems like they like you two have you know good uh you know you, good games i know when the schedules came out you know that was the matchup that i circled for first was middletown south and and freehold and mm-hmm. uh you know the two games did not disappoint um yeah um, I want to talk, um, talk, you know, Katie Coy, you know, to me, you know, she was my player of the year last, you know, this past season. What is something she taught you? And, you know, I know, you, you know, you've known her for, you know, a while you've, you've gotten to play with her, you know, when you were younger too. So just talk, you know, what she's taught you over the years. That's a, that's a funny question because like, obviously when I thought about it, I've, I've known Katie Coyle before she was Katie Coyle. Like, it's funny that like, she's so big now. Um, but obviously like, she just like always brought it like the intensity level. Everyone is kind of just like, wants to match it. Like you want to like be able to play with her and be on the field with her. It's just like a great experience. What, you know, first time I saw your team play was your sophomore year, her junior year. And like, like I was like blown away, you know, what, you know, watching her, you know, cause she is one of those players that, you know, like you said, she brings it and uh, you know, she's so impressive. Like, 
the I don't know what game it was. It might have been the Friel game, or I don't remember what game it was because I saw your team quite a bit last season. And uh, she was just looking like she wanted to set someone up, and she just shot it from thirty-five yards out, and it, and it went in. Yeah. Like, like she's such, and you know, she's a smart, you know, smart player too. Um, last question I want to ask about last season. Um, what was the, you know, how did you feel personally with the disappointment that, you know, Middletown shut athletics down, you know, right when postseason was about to happen? Making it so far with like the thought that we didn't, we couldn't even have a season. Obviously we made it really far, but it was very disappointing knowing that we could continue the season and ultimately win states with the bracket we were put in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just like knowing that the seniors didn't, couldn't like fulfill the season that they could have had if it wasn't for COVID, it was very disappointing. Mm -hmm. But obviously like we we had a great season. We made it as far as we could and. Yeah, it just, you know, it stinks, you know, the teams do everything right. You know, the players, you know, I talked to, you know, parents and they say, you know, my daughter hasn't left the house all season because she, you know, she doesn't want to be the one, you know, and I know that's, you know, true with all the teams throughout the, you know, the shore and most of the state. So it just stinks that something out of your control, you know, everybody's control and it happened that way, but, you know, moving on, you know, next season, you know, things are starting to look better. So, yeah. um, I like to ask that, you know, next year you're going to be a senior, you know, you were captain this year. Um, what are some things you're trying, you hope to pass down to the underclassmen, you know, the incoming freshmen and, you know, the, the girls that are going to be sophomores next year? Like I said before, like um, just being inclusive, like team chemistry is like such a big thing. And I think having it, having someone doing it to me helped me out through mm -hmm. my career. And like, I definitely made a, made it a point to like help, uh, bring the underclassmen in too. I just hope they like maintain that and keeping everyone inclusive, just like to build team chemistry and the team dynamics is just like the biggest thing. That's how, to me, that's how programs start and how they stay consistent. You know, it's when the, you get, you know, coach with the buy, you know, gets the buy-in from the upperclassmen and they pass it down to the underclassmen and they just keep rolling it over. And then, you know, the teams will always be successful. You know, um, talk, talking about Coach Barry, um, what are some things she's taught you, you know, over the past couple of seasons? Um, when I made varsity, she told me that, like, I remind her a lot of herself. She played at South mm -hmm. and like, she's was obviously, she like was a big impact. She, we kind of like play the same, like we're kind of like the same personality. Like we get along so well, like I'm so close with her. Um, she definitely put a lot of like trust in me and she like taught me how to like believe in myself being, being like a freshman and then being a starter next to Philomena and having that re responsibility on my shoulders. Yeah. She's, you know, I, I got to interview her preseason and um, she seems like a fun coach and I see the things, you know, she post, you know, like you said, some of the things you do in the off season that the freshmen have to miss out, you know, I saw some of the things that, you know, doing practices you were able to do that she posted, you know, it just seems like she likes to try to create a fun atmosphere too, um, which, which is good. Uh, you up for some rapid questions before we wrap this up? Definitely, yeah. All right. What's your favorite movie? Probably Super Bad. Okay. Uh, favorite TV show? The Bachelor. <laughs> uh, favorite food? Um, chicken parm. Chicken parm. That's yeah, a good choice. Uh, favorite subject in school? Right now, uh, AP Human Geography. Oh, God. I don't like anything with dope letters AP in front of it. Uh, what's your favorite number? Four. 
four is that is that your number middletown yeah that's yeah, my number four. for south and pda okay that was another thing my sister my niece was confused that she asked to play and she's like two two different numbers like well, I, I know yeah um <laughs> i like so, wanted to make sure that i had the same number so it that's wasn't good confusing. that's good um last one for this what is something you enjoy doing when you're not playing soccer I actually like enjoy hiking. I ha my dad's like a really big hiker. He like hiked all of like the 46 high peaks in like mm. New York or whatever. But um, anytime like he tried, he invites me like to go out hiking. I love to mm. do that. That's good. I, I, I used to enjoy hiking. Now I don't really do much of anything these days, but, <laughs> but hiking's fun and all that stuff, um, camping and all that um talking to your future what are some things you're looking at you know when you're looking at colleges like location size that kind of stuff not necessarily anything with location or size i could end up mm -hmm. anywhere definitely team atmosphere team chemistry mm -hmm. academics obviously um coaching style looking at all of that um do you know what you want to study when you get to college i'm undecided right now i have no undecided. idea yeah don't do I tell you, know, some, some players are afraid to, you know, say that, but I, you know, coaches understand, like when I was in school, you know, kids change their majors three, four times while they're in college. So, um, any, so you're on the side of major, any idea or any, you know, idea what you want to do after college or, I mean, it's tough when you're undecided, yeah. but. No, I, I, I haven't really been thinking about it. I could really, I have like many different and in, varying interests, so I could end up doing anything really. Um, what are some of those interests, if you don't mind? Oh, I really, I'm interested in like communication. I love like, obviously was, my favorite subject is AP human geography. Just anything about like, I don't know, really. Um, la last question. Um, if you could give yourself advice when you were younger, what would it be? Just like never underestimate myself and like, mm -hmm. try and like, like, put myself out there more. Yeah, I can, you know, I get that a lot, you know, be more, you know, kids say, uh, be more confident, you know, realize their ability and stuff and, you know, put themselves out there. So it's a good answer. Uh, Megan, I appreciate you taking time out today and, uh, and joining me. And uh, I'm hoping, you know, when they let more than uh, just the uh, parents at PDA, I could get up there and, uh, cause I get all the streaming links from uh, Abby's mom and, uh, you know, one sure streams to PDA sure I get, I get there. Like, so, you know, so soccer is my, my first love when it comes to sports. So I'm hoping to be able to get up there when they start letting some fan other outside fans in to, to watch. Yeah, and, yeah, definitely. Of course. And then, uh, you know, definitely I'll see you, you know, Middletown South on the field next season. So yeah. all right, Megan, thank you for joining me. Have a good day and, uh, you know, good, good luck in the spring season with PDA. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye.